Welcome back to Trash Rehash the Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Breezy. And we're back to rehash Summer House. And this episode was called Birthday Hex. Um, Fitting title because, you know, Kyle sucks and uh, does not get Amanda a birthday gift. Um, Gets her some, brings her a coffee in the morning, you know, and gets her some flowers, but does not get her a birthday gift his own fiance which we find out he just never gets her yeah gifts at all yeah this isn't a i was thinking oh my goodness like this he just dropped the ball but he usually does something you know Mm -hmm. um because i know that they have money and i i just thought that why would you still be with someone that doesn't really give you like a birthday gift or Christmas gift. What do you mean? When's the last time you bought well, me a gift? And even Amanda gives off the vibe. Like she doesn't need anything big. Just even if it's like a little, a little something or make it a, every birthday you get her the same little gift or something like make it a tradition, you know, like I, for my best friend every year for her birthday I get us like a matching keychain set so every year she knows it's kind of like tradition like he could do something like that where he gets her a picture or something little she's literally asking for like the bare minimum and he can't even can't even do that yeah like I I follow them you know like we both follow them on on Instagram like I see them travel or I see them go out to dinner and do stuff. It's not like, I just feel like you really dropped the ball. That it does truly come off that you just don't care. Like mm-hmm. you have to, I feel like go out of your way when you're being filmed and you already know your relationship year after year is shitted on and that you're mm-hmm. always in the hot seat. Like, wouldn't you well, try to be making, it sounds like she asked for this birthday to be special like she asked for it and you still didn't do anything but get her flowers like and dinner like he didn't even plan the party no either we're one this is a big it's it's her 30th you know she was asking for like just a step up from normal from for him and we see summer after summer she goes all out on his birthday I'm sure this year we'll see her do something really cool for his birthday I hope not because it would be really funny if she didn't but we've seen in the past summers though she last year because they couldn't go out she planned the whole dinner for him but other than that she's planned these huge extravagant extravagant parties for him and he can't even do that it's just it was just the people in the house. It's not like he had to do that much more. It's not like it was a party with all these people. It literally was just the people that live at the house. You couldn't yes. step up and do something. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's just disappointing. And uh, fast forward to today, like in current time, um, he does end up getting her two dogs okay I have Mm. thoughts on this um so Amanda and Kyle fostered seven 
like a mama dog and like seven puppies or six puppies, something like that. Yeah. And I don't know, something like that. It was, not, it was a lot. Uh, yeah. Which sounds like a fucking nightmare, especially if you're living in an apartment in New York City. Absolutely fucking not. Like, you don't have a fucking yard. You're probably yeah. up on the 10th, 15th floor. Who knows? I, I'm curious what their uh, situation's like. Oh, Jake just brought me more coffee. Thank you. <laughs> um, but it sounds like it would be a fucking nightmare. Like, I live in a, um, a kind of like a condo style situation, a patio mm-hmm. home where I'm on ground level and I'm mm-hmm. attached to one other house. I have a yard, but I don't have a fence. Like I'm not allowed to have a fence and I have a dog and it sucks having to put him on like a leash or, mm-hmm. you know, putting him on a hook or whatever. Um, I do not miss when I lived in an apartment in Oshkosh uh, where Lee and I met um, yeah. in college and had the same dog and I would have to walk out of my apartment and, you know, take him on walks and take him to use the bathroom. I could not mm-hmm. imagine having all those. I'm, I'm sure they use like pee pads and stuff, but the two dogs that they just got are like not small dogs either. No. Like, these are dogs that need to be walked and they need like space. I just feel like this was, I, I, I've been judging a lot of people. I'm sure there's some people on this on this uh, that listen to us, but I've been judging people during the pandemic that got pets, uh, like just because they were home or you know felt mm. like we're just. I just I judge people that get pets without really thinking it through. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Amanda shouldn't have gotten a pet, but I mean I just feel like the setup is not there. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy that she got her dogs. Uh, maybe that's just that's the hater in me. Uh, no, I, I understand where you're coming from, from like the location of where they are. Yeah. But I have a little bit more faith because they they were they fostering fostered a bunch of other dogs. So I do think it's not just one of those. It's not just a pandemic puppy where these people just got dogs and then all of a sudden you know give them up i think they're gonna for the long haul but i can't do anything or you think it was mostly amanda like that took care of those dogs it seemed like it was just amanda you know it was mostly amanda besides probably walking the dogs she probably had to have help because there were so many but you know she did most of the work let's be honest well because he didn't even seem like from the conversation conversation he was kind of like uh, you just want them because oh my make you happy and so toxic like, by the way it's, it's not about you it's she wants a dog that's totally normal and she clearly had taken care of all the 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 foster puppies and the other dogs that they fostered and yeah you know it's all amanda taking care of them yeah which good amanda if that makes her the dogs yeah if that what if that's what makes her happy that's great but I could just never live in like a tiny apartment with dogs but that's just yeah I'm just a hater but Amanda obviously she did it you know Mm. with worse so yeah you're right I totally agree it's just uh does not sound ideal especially when I'm hearing Kyle say the whole you know you just want a dog because I don't make you happy like it's like oh like what is this like why are well, you with this guy it didn't even seem like he was joking he, wasn't, he didn't say oh i'm just joking 
Babe, or like joking. He wasn't yeah. even smiling when he said it. He was just like, no, dead ass. Face. Like, yeah. But they've got a lot of issues to work out, and he's going on over overdrive on social media to talk about how much he loves Amanda because he knows how bad he is coming across on the season. Why do you think he's posting all this shit? He didn't in Anna previous control. seasons. He didn't post that much, but he's going extra to make up for it. It's going to take a lot more because the season's not over. <laughs> no, we're early. We're early. We're early. And I, we see, you know, that just in the next week that the only thing that they have in common, according to Kyle, is Loverboy. So, um, yeah, it just seems like Kyle, lo- like, I do think he loves Amanda, but them getting into business together was probably the worst thing for their relationship. But at the same time, if they didn't, then they probably wouldn't have seen each other ever you know, like if Kyle yeah. did do, can, like do this business with Carl or some, someone else and it mm-hmm. was successful still, I don't think it probably would have been as successful without Amanda, um, but I don't know. Uh, but if, you know, that happened, they probably would have st- not lasted either because he would have been so wrapped up in that. Uh, oh, for sure. For sure. But now he's still wrapped up in it. Uh, and can't make actual time for his relationship enough to get his own fiance a birthday gift um but anything else you can think of about kyle and amanda while we're on the topic from i don't i think i've gotten it all out i have no that's i think that's it we we keep kind of saying the same stuff every week because we're not seeing any um no developments yeah so (laughs) um but what about Paige and Andreas? Because Andrea, um, I really like them together. Um, mm. And I really liked how in this episode, he's saying that he feels like if he doesn't try with Paige, that he worries that he would regret it for the rest of his life, which mm. I think that that is a real thing to say and I think that he really means it um he comes off like really genuine I know I've already said it that I was kind of a hater on him not even like I just didn't trust like his intentions but things change um and I think that his intentions are completely there for Paige now I do know that he is dating someone did you see that um I did yeah I, uh I didn't watch the watch what happens live I totally forgot about it because oh I know didn't either yeah he him Maya and Sierra I believe were on it mm. um I might have to go back and watch but honestly from like reddit and twitter I haven't like seen much that's come out of it so okay. but I did okay. see that he is dating someone and yeah, I guess I wasn't a hater of him on Winter House. We just like didn't get much substance from him where it's nice to see. We're actually getting to see who he is now. Yes. And I am really liking him. I hope moving forward, he still is, you know, if the show continues to go on, is still on it. We're seeing so far some good things from him. So, yeah, and he, 
Because the thing that was weird, because um, the way that I saw that he was seeing someone was because he post he posted it on Instagram or something, and uh, was saying that he can't say too much about it because um, it involves something with Winter House or something like that, uh, which made me like, hmm, what does that mean? Uh, like, yeah, I think I did see there is another Winter House. Yes, that they're uh, already they're about to start filming for. That right now they're hiring yeah. some like field uh, camera people, you know. So uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, anyways, so I I like I like where this is going with them, um, but. I, I I just don't like how Craig is. I know that he wins in the end, you know? So it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to watch and be like, because I just know what happens. Um, and just the way that he is with Paige is like so cringe, like calling her and asking all these questions about Andrea and first thing in the morning. It's like, okay, okay Craig but then but Paige like acting nonchalant about it but you know it's like for real bugging her you know like she really likes Craig more Mm -hmm. I understand but um what did you think about Sierra and Alex um honestly it's kind of boring to me I don't I just don't really see them meshing well I am liking him more. He's his personality is coming out a little more. Um, so I, it'll be interesting, interesting to see him kind of open up more as the season goes on. But I don't know. Maybe him and Sierra and Alex will become more of a thing. But I'm not feeling it right now. Uh yeah. I mean, Alex. I I felt like okay. When um, Sierra and uh, Paige were talking that next morning about Alex and, oh no, it was like all four of them were together. They were like having a like pillow talk. Uh, it was hmm. uh, Sierra and Paige and Andrea and Alex. And Sierra was really, I liked how she was saying that she she likes Alex like she thinks that he's like attractive and nice but his personality he's you know more type a and that's just not really like how she is and Mm -hmm. uh, she needs like someone that can take control and all this you know whatever um which yeah I think that that's all true but what I really liked was that she admitted that he's really it's not going to work out because he's just getting in the crossfire of her drama. Like she's dealing with shit. Like she should not be mm-hmm. dealing with uh, or leading him on in any way. Um, but at the same time, I like how uh, Alex is also, he had like a good read on it too when he was talking to Andrea mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, you know, when Andrea says she thinks you're a little type A or he goes, yeah, so she's more spontaneous and I like more of a schedule. It's like, yeah, that's totally what it is, you know, but mm-hmm. I liked how he tried to defend that and saying that that just means like I like I can commit and, you know, I think are all valid, but Sierra is 100% correct that she should not try and get involved in this shit when you are dealing with Austin still like. 
one, you should be dealing with Austin. Uh, yeah. But that's another story. Do you, yeah. <laughs> Austin does come on the season, right? Yeah, because there is. Oh, yeah, because he hooks up with Lindsay, right? Or maybe not. They Something and like Luke calls him out. Like there's a scene where in the trailer where Luke's like, you're telling Sierra one thing and then telling Lindsay another thing. And then Austin gets all defensive and. Ooh, Luke. And I think, I definitely think Luke is like protective of like his housemates a hundred percent. Like he's gonna call people out. Yeah. um, And that's something that I love about Luke because no matter what went down between him and Sierra, he still always like really does have her back. Um, Cause mm-hmm. he's kind of feels responsible for her being, you know, like he kind of brought her into the group anyways. Um, and I think he still feels guilty about how things went down, even though yeah. he didn't do anything wrong. But he um, to see her get played. Yes. You know, like legit played. Um, yeah. yeah. Don't like that. Um but we do get some stuff with Maya. Uh, let's yeah, let's get into some Maya stuff. So yeah, because that really um, is like this, and the conversation at the end of the episode is the main focus, and like really the biggest part of the whole mm-hmm. episode, and probably more to be totally honest. So oh, for sure. Um, I feel like we talked about it obviously like a little bit last week, but this is the first time on Summer House that they've truly dove into these conversations. Um, mm-hmm. And it was really nice to see. It was nice to see how Sierra brought it up. It was nice to mm-hmm. see how um, the house guests, like house guests, I've been watching a lot of Big Brother Canada, how uh, the, the uh, roommates, um, you know, responded to it. And even mm-hmm. when some of them maybe responded in a way that was like, hmm. other ones responded in a way of like getting it back on track on what it really is about. Um, yeah. But yeah, at the, be- for the first conversation, yeah, I want to talk about both conversations because mm-hmm. great things out of both. But, um, you know, they're at the beach and we like, and that I'm, I think that the editing was done really well because I was worried that they were going to kind of make it look like she's overreacting, you know, or mm-hmm. it, like leaving any room for it to be like she's reading too much into it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And also we haven't heard much from Sierra about this because who did she have to really talk to about this last season? Um I know we're really hard on Sierra, especially me. I feel like I'm really hard on Sierra, but she was, I cannot stand boy crazy Sierra, but hearing um, from her this episode was so good. Hearing her uh, talk about her experience last year when it makes a lot of sense, you know, like we did not like feeling like, oh, she's not doing much or she's just in her room, you know? It's like, well, you know, they're not intentionally excluding her, but they are excluding her. And I can relate to that so much. I mean, I did not go to a uh, an primarily white high school or grade school. Like, it was a very diverse um, mm-hmm. schooling situation all the way through high school. Um, but when I went to college in Oshkosh, it was not like that at all. And I mm-hmm. 
had the hardest time when I was there. And that's why I could not wait to move back home. But mm. uh, I could totally, totally relate. Like it's, it's very, it's not like they're intentionally excluding, but they are totally doing it. Um, mm. It was, it was so sad to see them on the beach, but I'm so happy that they had each other like for Sierra and for Maya, you know? Yeah. Well, it made, I think both of them, both of them feel not alone. You know, I, Sierra obviously had been feeling it. So it was Maya. And then when they talked about it, they're like, okay, we're both feeling this. This isn't just one of us, quote unquote, overreacting. Like these are valid. And it was nice that they could confine, confide in each other and then have both the confidence together to address it to the whole, um, the whole group, which it's one thing to bring it up, but to like your, your housemates, but then also to have a shit ton of cameras on you for the whole world to see, that's also got to be so much added pressure too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and something, you know, I, I, I can also relate with that work too. Um, because I, I think about it a lot, how never did I have people call me by the wrong name until I like got into like my twenties. Like I really never, like no one ever called me by the wrong name by someone else's name that was in the class or anything up until, um, like older. Um, but it happens at work sometimes too. Uh, and it's mm. happened like more recently too, um, mm. with someone that I totally know knows my name, but will call me by this other person's name that is black. Uh, mm. that they also really know. And it's like, it's so, I know it's like people make mistakes and just say people's names, like, you know, mistakenly say someone's name. I don't think that, um, Andrea calling her Lexi was intentionally because you know it's Mm -hmm. I think that that's how some people look at it like oh my goodness we all accidentally call someone by the wrong name you know but it's after uh we see Sierra um not Sierra see look I just did it uh Paige call Sierra Maya well she said that she called Sierra Maya but then we hear her call Maya Sierra uh Mm -hmm. and you know she's already feeling excluded and ignored and looked over which is exactly what's happening you know and Lindsay just shooed her away from going out with them and Andrea didn't even offer to get her a coffee after he realized that she was like I don't think it was anything wrong with him coming up with two because why would he know that Maya was going to be in there but well, why didn't you go and make her one then after well and he can't carry three but he could be like okay I'll come back yeah with a cup for you um which I was like yeah why don't you just do that Andrea say hey I need to go grab another cup for you guys yeah or ladies whatever but um no I definitely don't think Paige and Andrea were being malicious or intentional but it doesn't mean that their feelings aren't valid and that their reactions to it are I totally think they may they had the right reaction they weren't saying even they said, like, I know you're not doing it intentionally, but it doesn't mean it's any less hurtful, you know? Yeah. And they make a really good point, too, which is a conversation I have with all my white friends, uh, that it, 
as white people, you have to put in more effort to make sure that people of color are more comfortable in situations. And that is by correctly pronouncing their name or saying their name correctly, you know, or Mm -hmm. giving them um, a space to speak up and hear them out on their experience and, you know, Mm -hmm. just doing something, you know, Uh, you need to, uh, it's not on people of color to start these conversations but Mm -hmm. I mean but a lot of times it falls on us to do that and Mm -hmm. a lot of us do do it but it's a lot of pressure and I think that that's where Sierra you know she probably she really didn't feel like she could say anything last year but I'm so happy Mm -hmm. that Maya was here uh to really speak on it um now especially when Sierra was there during a huge time um you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement going on, like a huge civil rights movement going on. Mm -hmm. She was in the summer house and I'm sure they had conversations, but they didn't air them, you know? Uh, It wasn't taken as seriously because we were over here hearing about Hannah. Yeah. Um, See, What about Danielle too? I mean, that was great too. Yeah. Well, this is the part where like Kyle kind of made up a little bit for me where one- you know, when Luke was like, yeah, it took me a while to fit in. He's like, yeah, but you're a white dude saying that. It's literally not the same at all. That's taking, he didn't say it. He's like, but that's taking away from what they're saying right now is you saying that and him saying, you know, we should have these difficult conversations where we're all supposed to be friends. Like we should have these conversations. And then even Paige saying it's on us to make sure like you guys are are feeling okay and I felt so bad for Alex too I know I was like what the fuck man I mean not surprised but like because I mean what do you expect you're at you're in the Hamptons with this huge group like Mm -hmm. I do not fuck with groups like that like no which now it makes a little more sense why like you know, those first episodes at the party when Alex was, where we were kind of like, oh, he's no fun, blah, blah, blah. But it makes sense because he was treated like shit. I, how could you be in a good mood and want to party after someone relentlessly keeps thinking you're part of the work staff when uh, you're at your own house? Which yeah, I will take back what I said about Alex because now we know a lot more of what he was going through so yeah look I'll still say that he's a little boring Uh, (laughs) but but I do feel uh obviously empathy for that I like I it's just very relatable stuff you know um and it's something that I couldn't relate to people on this cast most of the time because they're all white Now, Mm -hmm. Danielle has talked about, you know, coming from, like, she's obviously Latina. She's mentioned that multiple times. And we've met, like, her mom. And she said that, Mm -hmm. like, her mom is a single mom and worked really hard. And, like, she has a great story, you know. Um, And that's always been relatable when she would come, when, remember, she didn't have a job. And she was, like, grinding, trying to find another job and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. it was... um, really cool to see Danielle and that's why I've always I think loved Danielle because she was the most relatable on the cast um Mm -hmm. 
but when you're around that kind of group for so long and and it was it made me emotional watching Danielle talk about it because you know it for her she's feeling almost like I'm sure you know almost like she's getting lumped in with them but she knows but they're but they're not doing that um but but she probably feels that way because she didn't feel like she could speak about it in the time that when she got in there first, you know, and now she's been in there for years and seasons and she's like a vet on the seat on the show on an OG and they don't, they've never really had these serious conversations with everyone, like just Danielle in a confessional, you know? Um, So it was, I was really, and I think that the way that she, how she took it though in the in the confessional was really nice too you know like she wasn't salty about it or anything or be like making it about herself so i think that that's something that people love to do is pit um minority groups against each other and yeah. be like oh well what about me you know like she knew that that was in- she could relate she knew and that was inclusive yeah. of cool. her feelings too yeah. um it was really nice it was yeah it needed well, to happen she- she applauded them. She's like, it's so great that they brought it up because it was feelings that I've felt before. So, but yeah, it was a really, really great conversation. Um, I saw people on, it was some, oh, one God. of the Facebook shit or whatever that it looked, the conversation looked forced and I oh don't Oh my God, really? I mean, that was very... Well, wow. it was just great. No one got on the defense. I mean, even Andrea was like, oh, yeah, I need to work on things. Like, thank you for bringing this up. And it, no one got defensive. Everyone was like, hey, we need to have these difficult conversations. We don't know what it's like, but it shouldn't be on you to bring it up. Like, we should all be, in a, you know, we should mm-hmm. do better to make sure you you feel included and part of the group. So it was, yeah. I think, really great. Um, bravo and bravo for, uh, you know, playing this because we've never seen on the show before any sort of talk or conversation like that at all. Yeah. In the six seasons. But it, it goes back to uh, what Maya and Sierra were saying on the beach. You know, it's like for them, it's always on their mind. I mean, it has to be, you know, mm-hmm. um, but if you're in the majority, if you are white uh, and you're in a predominantly white space, always in the Hamptons, fuck, uh, you know, why would you think about that? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not, uh, you have to actively make that a part of your life uh if you Mm -hmm. want to you know a lot of people are like oh like racism and like social inequality it'll never change like it's always going to be like this and it's like well yeah uh with uh with that attitude you know it's like yeah and until white people um start you know making that change until straight people start making that change for gay people till cis people start making that change for trans people you know it's always men for women all of that um able for disabled you know disability whatever it's always like it's so annoying uh to that shows never talk about it until Mm. 
now. Um, so, but I'm happy that Bravo addressed it. Um, it was done in a great way. Um, yeah, uh, Luke's, <laughs> when he said uh, what you said, you know, um, yeah, you know, I felt the same way when I got here. I felt like really isolated because, you know, I'm from Minnesota. I'm not really from here, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, he's saying what a typical, what a, the average person would say. Nothing, mm-hmm. not saying that he's racist or, um, you know, any of that, but it is ignorant. You know, yeah. it's his, him just thinking of himself uh, and still just, not hearing what it's she's saying. The correct way to show empathy in this yeah. situation, which, yeah. and then when Kyle is about to talk, you could tell Amanda was going to try to shush him. Mm-hmm. It's like, let him speak. And what he said was, what well, he shut him down, which was great on Kyle's. We're like, no, we, your situation is not relatable at all. I think it's also like how Kyle said it. Cause he more so was just like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Like to Maya and Sierra, like what I'm getting is that you're, uh, you coming here as a white man is a different experience than them coming here as like black women and, yes your situation might be hard but it won't be as hard as theirs yeah. is that correct you know like it wasn't and that's he exactly didn't wanna, what he should have said you know it was great he didn't want to act like he Speaking knew everything was trying to overshadow he was mm-hmm. like let's we all need to be on the same page here which i feel like but. it's not like kyle so it's good no. to see that when he needs to you know, straighten up and be mature about, uh, have a mature conversation about something very serious, uh, that he can do that. Now, all the crying, uh, like, that's how I know it was, like, real. You know, it was, it's whenever I have, like, a deep conversation with a close friend uh, or relative, whatever, about race uh, that's white, they like the first conversation they always end up like crying if they did something wrong or something and I'm like telling them and it's like oh like all these tears and it's like eye-rolly um but at the same time it's also like okay because they really care about that person and they love that person or me in that situation but in this you know I know like even though Paige is being like oh my goodness it's almost like white tears um it's because they really love Sierra and Maya and they've never seen this from Sierra and they, it probably scared them a little bit. Like, Oh my goodness. Like we should have been, we should have been checking on them and we should have known that something was going on that it was probably related to this, you know, or Mm -hmm. so um, I don't think Craig though would have been as great in those conversations. Just saying, Um, I don't think I know those conversations, how they go on Southern charm. Uh, yeah. so they tried but, that then. Yeah, I think I saw something on Twitter or whatever. It was like the shot of them all like hugging. They're like Southern Charm could never. Could never. Like yeah. I I just ugh. I really think this is a great group of people. I think they all really do care about each other. And I think this is gonna be so much better for the summer going on that they really actually talked about this and yeah now they can really they can have fun and it, I think it, well we're still gonna have a lot of drama because it's it's summer house but 
I think it just made them a lot closer and way more understanding of each other. So it was great. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about what hasn't happened that we know is supposed to happen like dramas? Because I'm thinking about mostly, obviously, uh, well, the one thing what I'm thinking about is Sierra and Lindsay, um, not Lindsay, Danielle, actually it's, Ooh. uh, Sierra and Danielle going at it. Um, which is going to be huge, but also mm-hmm. something with, you said, Austin and Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, does Craig, you think, come back with Austin? And do you think more goes down between Craig and, and Paige? Did you, do you remember seeing anything in the trailer? Um, I remember there's one scene where, like, Andrea's crying to kyle about how he like really cared about her so 100 yes more shit's going down okay we also obviously have stuff more stuff going down with amanda and um kyle while they're getting married that that's gonna happen still yeah they're probably like i know i said they'll probably have like a bachelorette party or something they have to have some type of yeah i I bet you there'll be a weekend where they are doing it at the house or whatever. They're probably so like sick that. of them with their marriage shit. Like, look, we did a fake wedding last year. Um, we've already done like an engagement party. Uh, like, just get married already and mm. or don't. Just don't. <laughs> um, well, because we definitely see. I think in the preview, like Paige and Craig are like like really close together at the wedding wedding. yeah Yeah. so which is uh, yeah well now I'm excited for you know southern charm because Paige is going to be on there we're going to see a lot of crossover crossover for sure yeah y'all should watch southern charm if you haven't um the last few seasons have not been good but still just go ahead and watch it I think it could um get back on track I really do um you definitely need to I watched it mostly because of watching Winter House I needed to know more about who Craig and Austin now you know so it's a good idea to get a a back like a background kind of of those two on your Bravo knowledge and I love the Bravo crossovers I mean this started as a Vanderpump Rules spinoff so because the very first episode is with Stasi and Sheena and all of them at the summer house house so so weird yeah so weird um yeah because they're all like friends with each other and like the workers twins I think too I don't know kind of whatever they made up for it to be a yeah whatever whatever they said <laughs> it was like yeah but who actually fucking knows um yeah, I, I'm really excited for the new episode this next week. Um, we're also still rehashing Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I posted that yesterday. I have been slacking on the social media posting, but whatever. I will probably post something on social media today and with for this episode and Real Housewives. But Real Housewives was really good and mm-hmm. i'm gonna say it again if you still haven't watched it watch it salt lake city 
They're in season two at the end, about to go into a three-part reunion, which mm. let's talk a little bit about the reunion. Um, first look trailer. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be good. I'm so, so excited. Oh, um, I can't wait. And we still have a whole other episode before. I know. I was like, y'all drop this before tomorrow's new episode. Okay. Like, thank you, Bravo. And you know that we're going to get a little bit more of of a preview after Mm -hmm. the next episode, I would assume. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's a three-part reunion. Some parts look a little dry, um, but I see, you know, the fact that Sharif is going to be there, Coach Shaw, uh, Jin Shaw's husband, and going to be put on the spot. I'm here for it. Just the the scene of Andy asking about the charges, and she's like, know. oh, I don't know. He's like, what do you, you don't know that what you're getting charged with? Oh, He's the only one left. Last, this could yeah. be one of the last times we do. We said this on our housewives episode we might not have many more jen shaw so we gotta just enjoy Enjoy while we we have it yeah i was dying that they made her take off her gloves like yeah (laughs) it's funny um anyways um we also have survivor coming back um Mm -hmm. we got the cast which I'm going to post that cast too. I want to post them too. Um, yeah, and it they look good. It looks like a good cast. I I'm really excited. I'm, I'm I think it's gonna be the same exact layout though, as last season, which is kind of like, eh, but that's okay. Um, at least we know what to expect now. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd <laughs> like for there to be some things that are a little different, but it filmed back to back. Like it's going to be very similar. Um, yeah. Jeff said the monster's back, so I'm assuming that's the same. Which we, we still don't know what that is, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like, are they going to be drop the four and keep the two? Are we yeah. doing, uh, <laughs> like, what are we doing? Uh, Unexpected's coming back. We're not going to be rehashing it because we got too much, but it does yeah. look really good. So um, we'll probably talk a little bit about it at the end of our podcast like we tend to do. Yeah. Um, but it looks good, so... What have you been watching? Uh, I'm all caught up on Love is Blind. I didn't catch up on the new episodes from Friday. Oh my God, I completely forgot that yesterday they dropped new episodes. Yeah, it's pretty I good. To today. Um, I did find out that, you know, Shane. Yeah. He's from Wisconsin, which makes, oh, that a, makes, lot sense. Of, it makes a lot of sense now. I was oh. so curious where he was from. I was thinking Midwest, but I was thinking more Minnesota, but um, Wisconsin, yeah, it, or Michigan. It makes, yeah, it makes sense now. The more I'm like, oh, yeah. You know where at I'm, Wisconsin? Like De Pere, which I think mm. is like near Green Bay-ish. I don't know. But anyways, and he went to Madison. Oh, my God, yeah. So he, I was going to say, which school did he go to? Though? Like what yeah. party school which did he go to? Now I'm like, oh, yeah, I I've I seen that you. guy everywhere. Like we, I've seen the type all over. It it, it all checks out. It makes sense now. Um, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Next Friday is like the finale, so there'll still be like four episodes dropped, or will it be one finale. I think it's just it's just one. I believe they'll probably still do a reunion, or do you think it's going to yeah. be included in that? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Well, this is exciting. I'm gonna have to go yeah. and 
binge those um, yeah. last four episodes because yeah. now yeah. they are going to their own houses, right? It's mm-hmm. time and meeting parents and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, I yeah. have to see if Shayna and or, uh, Shayna and uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, I'm Kyle. sure. I'm sure that they're still. Something's gonna happen there. Okay, yeah. I, I, that's um, I'm just gonna have to watch it. We'll talk yeah. about. It. And I've I've kind of given up on. I'm still gonna watch it, Celebrity Big Brother. But oh my god, you see who won I'm, HOH last night? Yeah, honestly, at this point, I'm kind of hoping that he Todrick makes it to the finale. Yeah, me too. too. I'm I'm hoping he goes to the <laughs> finale and just gets gets rocked because not even Carson I've seen where he was like oh I feel so bad which yeah which I love you get you get played if you could at least admit it that's fine shit happens in Big Brother all the time but again it just proves we can't have nice things when it comes to Big Brother nope I um I am and still into it not I've not been happy about it I'm happy that we did Mm. not podcast about it um you never know what some of these shows like god I just hate when we get suckered when we get sucked in and then it's like not good we have to finish Mm -hmm. it out oh because I I feel like it'd be so shitty to just quit on people you know like we're supposed to at least if people are still watching it like maybe they're listening to us to help get through it I don't know um but yeah I'm so happy we didn't it's still okay for me right now um because you know Todd had won and now Todrick winning um I think he could possibly want to cut Misha I could I could see something going crazy if one person wins the veto that's not Misha or Todrick then she's Mm. going on the block and she can go home you know so Mm. some things could really change but we'll see um but anyways so uh anything else that we have going on or want to talk about no, I think that's it for now. Um, but you can follow us on social media, Twitter at Rehash Trash and on Instagram at Trash Rehash. Yes, go follow us and until next time, bye. Bye.